Module 2, Lesson 7. Summary. Well done on completing the second week of Mission Freedom and this second module on self-esteem. We're now going to summarise everything we've learned so far before embarking on the next module on sugar. We all have things that we value highly and things that we value a lot less. And there is a noticeable difference in the way we think about and behave around the things we value more highly. When you value something, you don't just treat it well. You enjoy treating it well. You get satisfaction from treating it well. Treating it well is something you intuitively want to do without requiring motivation. Self-esteem is the value we place on ourselves. If you have high self-esteem, you perceive yourself as having a high value, and therefore you'll treat yourself well and enjoy treating yourself well. If you have low self-esteem, you perceive yourself as having low value, and therefore you won't treat yourself well or enjoy treating yourself well. Our self-esteem sets how we think about ourselves, feel about ourselves, and treat ourselves. For most of us, our eating behaviour and binge eating has its origins in our low self-esteem. This is why building your self-esteem is so important for your eating habits and your health. Throughout my career, I've noticed this phenomenon in my clients. The ones that had low self-esteem, the ones that were off the juice, lacked energy and interest in eating well and exercising. The ones that had high self-esteem, the ones that were on the juice, were full of interest and enjoyed eating well and exercising. So what I came to realise was something amazing. Self-esteem sets our energy balance. So if you want to change your energy balance and your weight, you don't do that by lowering your calories. You do that by raising your self-esteem. In order to raise your self-esteem, you have to understand how self-esteem works like a hot air balloon. There are two main parts to the hot air balloon, the basket and the balloon. In order for the hot air balloon to rise, the pull of the balloon upwards has to exceed the pull of the basket downwards. This is achieved by filling the balloon with enough hot air to create that all-important liftoff. For most people struggling with their eating and their weight, that struggle is created by too much weight in their basket, factors that pull their self-esteem down, and not enough hot air in the balloon, factors that pull their self-esteem up. Only by offloading the factors pulling them down and increasing the factors that pull them up can they finally increase their self-esteem. The main factors that pull our self-esteem down are shame, self-criticism, a loss of purpose in life, as well as repeated cycles of yo-yo dieting that leave us weighed down by the feeling of failure. The main factors that pull our self-esteem up are pride, self-compassion, finding purpose in life, and swapping our obsession with weight for a healthy focus on fitness. However, it's very important to recognise that many of the factors that weigh us down or that create holes in our hot air balloon aren't immediately obvious. Only by working with a trained psychotherapist can you identify these factors, such as unresolved trauma, offloading that weight, healing those holes, and giving your self-esteem the best chance of rising. One strategy that all rebels can start working on to immediately start swapping weight in the basket for hot air in the balloon 
is swapping self-critical language for self-compassionate language. Every time we think and speak self-critically, we are adding weight to our basket. But every time we think and speak self-compassionately, we are removing weight from the basket and adding hot air to the balloon. This has a huge positive impact on our self-esteem, our eating habits and our weight. Learning to speak with self-compassion is like learning a whole new language. Much like learning Japanese, it's not something that happens after a week or a month, but more likely a couple of years of practice. So you should have very similar expectations when learning to speak with self-compassion. It takes time. Be patient. The very first phrase of self-compassion? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. The reason this particular phrase is so powerful in offloading weight from the basket is because most veteran dieters are weighed down by the shame of eating foods and eating in ways that are deemed not okay by diet culture. Learning to recognise that all foods are okay and all ways of eating are okay, even binge eating, offloads the shame that pulls our self-esteem down. Another way you can practice speaking to yourself with more self-compassion is to recognise that your eating is never about greediness or laziness, but survival. When we overeat or binge, the trigger is either trying to survive starvation or trying to survive mental pain. By allowing yourself to overeat and binge, and by talking to yourself self-compassionately while it is happening, you actually raise your self-esteem and facilitate the overeating slash binging stopping sooner. The mind works just like a computer. If you can notice the mind viruses you've picked up from diet culture, the language you think and speak in that lowers your self-esteem and triggers prolonged overeating, and if you can use anti-diet software, anti-diet language to delete and or prevent it from causing damage, you can regain control of your eating and your weight. The best anti-diet software? No failure, only feedback. So learn to observe your overeating and binge eating with curiosity, even fascination, rather than feeling like you're a failure. This offloads shame from the basket and fills your bloom with hot air as you get excited about finding solutions and smarter ways of eating. So team, that's it for module two on self-esteem. Hopefully you have an understanding of what self-esteem is, how your perception of yourself and your value of yourself is your self-esteem, and more importantly, how you can raise your self-esteem by identifying mind viruses, identifying diet language, and replacing it with more self-compassionate language. That's the key skill to take away with you from module two. And if you can now start thinking forward to module three on sugar and thinking about how you can practice everything you've learned in the previous modules in your approach to sugar in particular and high sugar foods, that's going to have a really positive impact on your eating behavior and your weight.